Previously on the Walker Switch. I definitely remember this. Yeah, the change confused the hell out of me. It's something that drove me mad for a while. The green part always has been cheese on in it. Yeah, that one used to be blue and that one used to be green. This is the Walker Switch, an investigative podcast about crisps. Two out of three people remember the Switch. How could so many people remember something that didn't happen? One explanation kept cropping up, from Switch deniers. Golden Wonder used to be the biggest crisp brand in the UK, but they got overtaken by Walkers around the early 90s, which is when most people remember the Switch. So a plausible explanation might be that people are confusing the brands. Perhaps it was a Switch from Golden Wonder, which has always had cheese and onion as green, to Walkers, which, let's say for the sake of this argument, has always had cheese and onion blue, rather than a Switch in Walkers' own colours. But when we asked people, they were time and time again adamant that they never ate Golden Wonder, or that they were a Walker's family through and through, that they had specific memories about Walker's. Here's the real clincher. Golden Wonder themselves remembered the switch. In 2013, Golden Wonder started a petition calling on all crisp brands to use the same colours for their packs. They claimed that the current colour confusion, which leads people to mistakenly buying the wrong flavour, is a result of Walker's decision to change their packaging If even Golden Wonder think the switch happened, then that's pretty damning for Walkers. And this petition wasn't the first time a Golden Wonder campaign took on the Walkers switch. We also noticed, while strolling through the internet, that people remembered an old Golden Wonder advert actively responding to the switch at the time. I remember this exactly, and most people I talked to my age remember too, along with Walkers doing adverts justifying the new colours. To add to this, I specifically remember Golden Wonder making adverts about Walkers changing it, stating something along the lines of, please tell me it's green for cheese and onion. This is not a case of being confused over the Golden Wonder colours versus Walkers colours. I actually remember the established colours changing. There are adverts about it and everything. I really wish I could get to the bottom of this. But as we searched for more people who might remember these Golden Wonder ads, something far meatier emerged. Another advert a Walker's advert announcing the switch. The following are excerpts taken from chat rooms online, including Reddit, Digital Spy, Facebook and pineboverall.com. These are all different people with seemingly no relation to each other. These comments were left on different chat rooms at wildly different times, most of them posted years apart. I'm 26 and I remember when it changed. There was an advert and all sorts. And I understand that a lot of other brands had the flavours the other way around, and I may be confusing them. However, I remember there being an ad campaign about the change, and it was definitely Walker's. They made a big deal about swapping the colours over. Yes, they did change. They even had an advertisement where the crisp packets switched shirts. This is it. It's not just that I have a vague recollection of them being different colours, slash maybe another brand. I have a definitive memory of Walker's actively changing and advertising the fact that they changed. Someone on another one of these threads even remembers an advert of someone going to a football ground in the wrong coloured shirt. If I just thought they'd changed, I'd be happy to be corrected. But I actually have memories of them advertising it. But I must admit, I remembered that advert too. They went on different sides of the pitch in their shirts. It was a massive campaign at the time, but there's no sign of this campaign. Really weird. How can people have the same memory of an advert that doesn't exist? I haven't ever thought of that advert until it was mentioned on here, and I remembered it straight away. Was it football-themed? I remember them on the pitch changing over, but it seems there's no advert for any crisps with that kind of theme, which is even more weird how people remember an advert the same way, which apparently doesn't exist. People seem to remember the exact same advert. 
a football advert involving blue and green shirts switching to symbolise the switching colours of the crisp packets. So we started asking around to see if anyone remembered the advert at all. We put out feelers, asking the internet, our friends, our family. We didn't give any leads, didn't mention football. But we didn't need to. We soon started to get responses. John Locke, 1689, on Reddit got in touch on a private message. He said, This is an issue close to my heart. I'm afraid I may not be able to offer too much help, but I'll give it a try. The image in my mind goes as follows. A group of friends enter a football stadium, discussing the kit change of their favourite team. They also comment on the new, omitting to add, unnatural colour scheme of Walker's crisps. The punchline, as I recall, was like this. They've changed their kit. Walker's have changed colours, so I changed his ticket. The camera turns to another friend entering the stadium at the other side among the enemy team. I do remember this, and I trust and hope you find the answers you seek. The truth will out. JL. So in John's account of the advert, a football team has changed kit colour. Because of this change, a fan gets tricked into going to the wrong side of the pitch. This is important because of what you're about to hear. This is Sean, who contacted us because he also remembers the advert. A man is in a gate, and he's walking down a football tunnel, a stadium, and he's really enjoying the kiss, so he's distracting them. And the fan suddenly realises he's on the wrong side of the pitch, uh, that he's wearing a blue t-shirt, and all the other fans are wearing a green t-shirt, and that he's eating a sense, and it was talking about how uh, the colours had changed, and talking about different sides. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it was a walk and that's what it's talking about, how they were changing the colour. I just remember because when I was younger, uh, Dad would tell us a story about how when he was younger, uh, he was, when he was younger, sorry, uh, his brother took him to a football game and it was an old firm between Mutuals and Celtic. Uh, but my dad was a Rangers fan and my uncle was a Celtic fan and my uncle had said it was tickets for the Rangers side but he took him into the Celtic side. Uh, and I definitely remember that other had been on. Uh, because, uh, like I said, I just associate that story with a story my dad told me. That's the only reason it stuck out. So, a football fan is eating crisps, walking down a football tunnel, and he's distracted by how much he's enjoying the crisps. As he exits the tunnel, he suddenly realises he's on the wrong side of the pitch, wearing the wrong colour shirt. The strapline is something about crisp colour changes and taking different sides or swapping sides. Now, Sean remembers this because his dad told him a story about his brother, Sean's uncle, tricking him into going to the wrong side of the pitch. Sean doesn't think that this element of trickery was actually a part of the ad. But it's strange, because his dad's story, paired with Sean's recollection of the ad, matches John Locke's account exactly. But Sean and John Locke weren't alone. My boyfriend's flatmate sister's boyfriend got in touch. He'd heard about the podcast and wanted to give his testimonial too. You know, we had packed lunches every day on the way into school. Uh, and I, I remember Walkers because I hate salt and vinegar. Absolutely despise it, but I love cheese and onion. So when the when the change happened, uh, obviously it's something that I, I, I you know, can acutely remember. Um, and it, it was like, the, the way I remember it changing was like this advert that is like crystallised really clearly. So it must have been when, it must have been when I was about, Eight, maybe a bit before. I mean, I can't 
I can't remember in which house I saw it in, but we moved a lot when I was young. Um, but I definitely remember it. And what, what the advert was, it was like two men at a football match and they were walking up walking up the stairs to the to the stands and then a, a goal was scored and everyone stands up and cheers and they stand up and take their coats off and they've got a green kit on, but everyone around them has a blue kit on and they were like, well, what's going on? I don't understand here. And they said, oh, don't you know, the kit's changed. So the green and blue in the football stands were representative of, of the crisp packets. Uh, and they were like, oh God, I can't believe it's changed. And then obviously at the end of it, there's like a, a, a slide after that on the, on the advert, which is like, oh, walkers have changed colour. Um, and that, that's what I remember from it, really. When anyone talks about the, the, the walkers' crisps changing, that is what I even, I can even sort of remember what, what they look like. I even remember like, you know, the way they would walk up and sort of at the end of it, how like the, the, over, the narration over the top of the end is like, Yes, that walkers has changed colour. We couldn't believe it. A fan wearing the wrong colour amidst supporters. A kit change as an analogy for the colour change. It must be the same advert. All these people from different walks of life, none of whom had ever spoken to each other, none of whom had heard of each other's testimonials, all giving us the exact same account of the exact same ad. It had to exist. This was beyond coincidence. And yet we couldn't find it anywhere. Not on YouTube, not on Reddit, not on the dark web, not even on pieandbovril.com. We gave Larry Viner, who heads up the advertising archives, a call to see if he could help us out. Good morning, Laura. Hi, Larry. How are you doing? All right, thank you very much. Perfect. Thank you so much for jumping on a call with us. Just to give you a bit of context, I suppose, um, a number of people seem to remember a specific advert um, whereby Walker's announced the switching of their colours of the cheese and onion and salt and vinegar crisp packets. Oh, this green thing, what, what it does is ring, well, it rings alarm bells because I regularly get emails from people asking me very specifically about this thing. And I've never been able to track down an advert uh, that confirms the urban myth that is still circulating. Which doesn't mean it didn't happen or that it doesn't exist, but I've never been able to track it down. We asked Larry how many people had contacted him looking for this football ad. I reckon in the last three or four years, about 20, I wish they'd all go away and stop bothering me. (laughs) And if you find the answer, I would greatly appreciate it if you would call me and let me know. Even if Larry couldn't, or wouldn't find the ad, his account added fuel to fire. If 20 people had contacted Larry about this football ad, that was 20 people who not only remember the ad, but were enthusiastic and resourceful enough to actually pick up the phone and harangue him. Most people don't take it that far. Which leads us to believe that there must be hundreds, nay thousands of people out there who remember the Walker Switch advert. We owed it to them to keep searching, so we emailed the History of Advertising Trust, but to no avail. They searched far and wide through their archives, but could find no evidence of the pack colour changing, nor of a football shirt swapping advert. We were told there were simply too many ads to search through, which leaves the very real possibility that it's still out there, hidden amongst the archives. Both Larry and the History of Advertising Trust didn't rule out its existence. They just said it would take too long to find. To confuse everything further a woman named Donna also reached out. Our friend Poppy had spoken to her about what we were doing. 
she just kind of asked me very generally. She said, have you ever heard of the walkers, um, that switch that they made where they changed their pockets? And I was like, yeah, definitely. I definitely heard of, heard of that switch. I can remember. And then I said, oh, I remember this ad, this advert. Um, and she was like, really? Yeah. And so I just described this advert of where um, Gary Lineker was on like a football pitch. Um, and it was kind of like a panned out view. So initially it was a close up, so you could kind of see that it was him. And then they kind of obviously panned out and it was him running across the pitch. Um, and then he did this forward flip. And as he flipped, he took off the jersey. And I, I can't remember which way or what colour it was, but it obviously went from blue to green or green. I don't know which, which way it went. And I think that was the transition or what I remember of, of, of their advertising of this of this change. And um, when do you remember this happening? Um, it must have been between 15, maybe 16, 17 years ago. But Why do you think you remember this advert so vividly? I don't know. I think it was because the minute Poppy had said it to me, like I automatically, I didn't have to think like for ages and go, oh, that advert, it didn't, it didn't spark you know it, it it instantly was something that I remembered it wasn't something with time that it, it kind of came to me so I don't know what it was I don't know was it to do with maybe that I probably fancied Gary Lineker and that I remember it more as a result of that or because I didn't have a big you know what I mean I didn't but he was quite he is quite an attractive man so I don't know what it had been something to do with that this bit of spanner in the works Gary Lineker in the missing advert. It was the first we'd heard of this. Was there a different advert, Ed only in Ireland, or perhaps Ed at a later date than the initial campaign? Gary Lineker's first Walkers ad aired in 1995, and from our research, the most likely date for the switch seemed to be 91. But we could be wrong about this. It's hard to be completely sure, as different people remember it at different times. And the switch was so long ago, it's hard for people to pinpoint the exact year. If the switch was in 91... And perhaps Sean, Liam and John Locke's 1689 are remembering one advert, and Donna is remembering a later campaign featuring Gary. This could explain why they're different. Or they could all be remembering the same ads, but over decades, their memories have warped the details. To test the first theory, we spoke to Malcolm Green, the ad man who made the first ever Gary Lineker Walker's advert in the 90s. Here's what he had to say when we asked him about the missing advert. Hello? Hello. Hi. Hi. Is that- Augustine, yeah. I'm Malcolm Green, um, and I started walking, working on walkers. I think it was probably in the in the nineties, um, in the night when I was a BMP, which doesn't exist now. Is now Adam and Eve, but it was a BMP, and they had the Walkers Crisps account. And did you ever make an advert announcing the fact that cheese and onion and salt and vinegar switched colours? Yeah, there was one which was switched. I can't remember. Yeah, I think the flavours were switched. I think it was. Everybody knew that green was cheese and onion and blue was salt and vinegar. So I think it, we kind of switched the colours and it was all about that. But I, I just, God, I, can't, I just can't remember. It's so long ago. I mean, there were so many briefs for everything. They were doing so many different things. They, you know, introducing a new flavour, introducing a new texture of crisps, introducing lighter ones, crinkly ones, just, you know... Just went on and on and on. So, but, but then there was one which was switched. I can't remember. Yeah, I think this favours were switched. And if you were to put a date on when these ads were released, when when would that be, roughly? Um, I reckon it must have been 
kind of nineties, I think. Okay. I think it was yeah. I think it was nineties. It must have been. And do you remember anything about why they switched the colours between cheese and onion and salt and vinegar? Why did they do it? I think it was just something that they did at the head office. They they just decided to also introduce some kind of pseudoscience and say, we're, you know, we're changing the colours in order to just check whether actually colour has an effect on taste or something like that, or whether we can fool people into thinking they're, you know, eating cheese and onion and actually they're eating salt and vinegar or all of that kind of stuff. I mean, there may be, you know, obviously there could be some great conspiracy underneath it. I religiously believe that cheese and onion should always be green and salt and vinegar should always be blue. Malcolm couldn't remember specific ads Liam, Sean, John Locke and Donna were talking about, but he did remember the switch. And he felt sure that there was an advert announcing it in the 90s, although he couldn't recall specific details. Walker's produced a lot of ads at the time, and this was a long time ago, so it's not surprising he can't remember specifics. But Malcolm does remember conversations being had internally, within the agency and with the Walker's client. Conversations about a decision to switch the colours. Malcolm Green worked closely with the marketing director of Walker's throughout the 90s. And even he remembers the switch. When we started this podcast, I thought the more we looked into the issue, the more I'd start to doubt my belief that Walker switched the colours. I didn't really think we'd find anything. But the further we investigated, the more convinced I felt. Because when someone like Malcolm Green says the switch happened, I believe him. And although there were some key differences in Donna's testimonial, it was still important, because Donna was yet another person remembering a Walker's advert about the switch, set on a football pitch, using a football shirt colour change as a symbol for the switch. That couldn't be a coincidence. We know that memories change over time. Could it be that all our witnesses remember the same ad, but we just asked them 20 years too late? Do you remember where you were 20 years ago? Do you remember what ads there were on the telly? And if you do, how much detail can you remember? If you can remember any ads, perhaps you remember the bare bones. The location, a football pitch, for example. The key image, say, a changing shirt colour. Maybe you remember the name of the brand. But the rest of the details might be hazy or might have warped over time, depending on who you ask. You might even have conflated two adverts, say, one with a switch and one with Gary. Our memories themselves aren't completely reliable. But when you have this much overlapping evidence from people who have no motive to lie and have never spoken to one another, then that's reliable evidence. Especially when the guy who made Walker's ads also says it happened. Here's Dr Frank Marchak, a memory expert at the University of Montana. Obviously, I don't think these people are trying to be intentionally deceptive because there's really no reason for them to do that. So it's not like uh, we're concerned that they're falsifying facts. It seems more likely that it's a case that they're misremembering what happened. The, the thing with uh, the mis- this misinformation effect and eyewitnesses is that people, what, they, you want to have a coherent story, a story that makes sense. So you're going to try to integrate all the other information you have in such a way that that, once again, this isn't something that people are intentionally trying to be deceptive. They're just trying to make sense out of the world. So, I mean, the fact that there are individual differences among these individuals that said this uh, seems to, I mean, there are obviously lots of overlap, but 
but the differences seem to have people, you know, making a coherent story that fits in with how they see the world. So just to summarise, to kind of um, clarify Donna's reference to Gary, you think that she might just be remembering Gary Lineker because he is the face of Walkers, so in her mind, to make a coherent narrative, it makes sense that he would be featuring. Correct. On that basis, it seems that, you know, if if, if they do, if the, if the ad does exist, then um, we can assume that the three other accounts are the more accurate account and that hers is just um, further misremembered. Correct. Witness accounts from separate witnesses is often enough evidence to put someone away. If four different people had come forward with near-identical testimonials, saying they remember seeing a murder, being able to name the location and what the person was wearing, would that not be enough evidence in a court of law? Perhaps people's memories of the advert and of the switch were proof enough. We spoke to a criminal barrister who preferred to keep his identity anonymous. We asked him to imagine that we were talking about a serious crime. Given the witness statements we have, how powerful would our case against walkers be? Eyewitness testimony is, in principle, admissible evidence. Anything that is relevant to proving or disproving a fact and issue is admissible. But more than that, eyewitness evidence can often be very powerful in proving whether something happened or not. One thing that would be particularly persuasive is if those witnesses had reached those recollections or had those recollections independently of each other. So one of the things that I would be focusing on uh, would be whether they had spoken to each other, probably pretty unlikely, or, which is probably more likely, whether they'd read about the issue in one of the online forums. And if they, if it turned out that they had all referred to the same or similar Um, forums discussing the issue, then that would make the fact of their independent recollections uh, a little less persuasive. If, on the other hand, they all purely independently, without any, uh, any common point of reference, had the same memory, that would be a very powerful uh, piece of evidence or a very powerful argument as to why their evidence should be accepted. Well, almost all of them said to us, I'd never spoken about this advert before because I had no reason to. And I'd, and some of them, in some cases, had never really discussed with someone whether it had switched or not because they, they took it as a given. So I, I do think that they all genuinely had not seen the on, any online discussions about an advert. And also, the online discussions about ads are about eight pages down, deep into threads. Like, you really do have to be looking for them. Well, in that case, three witnesses who independently corroborate each other are certainly better than one. And that could be the foundation for a very strong case indeed. We had found no material proof, no evidence of a colour change online, no admission from walkers, and no missing advert miraculously uncovered. But if so many people remembered the switch, if so many people remembered the exact same advert announcing it, Maybe it existed. Maybe it happened. Maybe we had all the evidence we needed. Next week, we track down Gary. I remember saying to her, oh my God, that's Gary Lineker. And she said, well, you can't not ask him the question. Yeah, I mean, Gary Lineker's um, kind of event fee is uh, 25k. Do Do you have that kind of budget? When I grew up, salt and vinegar crisps were blue. You ask a 20-year-old kid today what colour salt and vinegar crisps are, they'll say green automatically. 
That's on your conscience, Leninger. The Walker Switch is produced by Augustine Cerf and Lauren Peters. Written by Augustine. Edited by me, Lauren. Sound designed by Dougal McDermott. With music by Philip Geiler. And a special thanks to Graham. <laughs>